Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. What should we fucking do? I don't fucking know. Yadana yastara. Anadana On this episode of The Commercial Break... Spiritual awareness class. Uh, now she's qualified. Now we know. She's got a certified degree she from is. Spiritual Awareness uh, Academy of America. She took a class. That's right. I don't the know where. S-A-A-A. But. S-A-A-A. <laughs> Sa. I've got a degree from Sa. Or from Zach. Yeah. Spiritual Sex. class. I've got two sacks. I've got two really big sacks. <laughs> what a Yahoo. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. The heart wants what the heart wants. Oh, yes, it does. And welcome back to The Commercial Break. I'm Brian Green. This is my dear friend and gorgeous co-host, Kristen Joy Holdley. Best to you, Kristen. And best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. I am in the absolute hellish nightmare that is looking for a new car. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Oh, Chrissy. It's hours and hours and hours of research. But this isn't like buying a car because I really because I have a bunch of extra money and mm-hmm. because God knows I don't have any extra money. <laughs> Please send money. <laughs> we ask you many times for money. This is the car fund. Now! Get to the chopper now! <laughs> Get to Patreon now! We ask for money and our fans reject us. <laughs> we give them three episodes and they download more than ever. So I'm just giving it to you all for free, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's our service. Yeah, it's our it's service our giving to you. Back. It's our gift to God. Mm-hmm. And we're walking in the way of Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not like I I just came into a bunch of money, or that I've been planning this for years, or researching cars, and I've you know finally got uh, you know enough fuel in my tank to go buy a new car. It's because my engine blew up in the car that I was driving. Ugh. Eight years old. I'm not going to mention the brand. I, I don't, you know, it doesn't really matter, but because it happens, it doesn't really matter what kind of car you're driving. We had a V8 engine and the V8 engines are always known to be a little finicky, especially mm-hmm. if you're driving them around the city and stop and go. And let's be honest about it. I am not exactly the easiest. I'm not the easiest person to live with. <laughs> I'm not the easiest person to work with. I'm not the easiest person to do the commercial break worth. And I'm certainly not the easiest person to be driving you. So if you're a car, I'm not the easiest person to get along with because I drive a car as if my balls are on fire 24 hours a day. I drive fast. I drive hard. I stop quick. I go you quick. Honk. I honk. I flick people off. I'm, wa- I'm basically, I'm one of those guys waiting to be murdered by somebody over a road rage incident. That's what I am. I, I don't get out of cars. I don't, and I actually don't flick people off and I, I will now cuss, but I cuss under my breath because my son repeats everything that I say. So when I say, what a fucking moron, he'll go, Daddy, who's a fucking moron? <laughs> and, and then I go, son, he's a fucking moron. Yeah, he's Bad a guy. fucking moron. <laughs> but I just drive cars so hard. But I also bought that car used, so there's no telling who had the car before me. 
Could have been another you. Could have been another me. Mm-hmm. Could have been some dude hauling up and down a mountain. I don't know. But so I'm in this, unf- I'm in this unenviable position of taking the car into the shop because the check engine light came on. And I thought, ah, you know, it's probably like the gas cap or something. These things. The, oh, yeah. You know, you, it's a code that you goes hope off. It's, you hope it's nothing big. It, it went on six months ago and it was the gas cap. So I was hoping that it was the gas right. cap again. Well, then the, the girl who's like fresh faced, she can't be older than 21 years old, sweetest young lady and super smart about cars. But I think this is probably the first time she's ever had to call somebody and tell them that your, ta- your car is basically totaled for no good reason whatsoever. <laughs> God. <laughs> because, you know, I, get, I have like this, I go to the service, the, the dealership to get a service, and then I have these text alerts, and she can text me via these text alerts. And so on Saturday, I brought it on Friday. On Saturday, she texts me and she's like, hey, Mr. Green, I just got an update from the service center. Can I call yeah, you? And talk. I was like, I'm <laughs> fucked. Because I yeah. looked through that string of text messages and not one service advisor has ever called me ever. Mm-hmm. They're all like, you know, oil change done or you need to get rotors. You know, would you like to get that done now? Yes. But she calls and she's like, let me read what the technician said. I might as well have hung up the phone right then. I might as well have said <laughs> trash it. Because you know exactly what's going on. And that is that the car is obviously needs a ton of work. So it needs $30,000 worth of work. And who's going to put $30,000 into an old car? No one. And that's the dealership prices, of course. I could take it to, you know, like Sam and Bob. Sam and Bob's uh, ball hair hair wigs and uh, (laughs) foreign car uh, service station. That's what got me in this trouble in the first place. I took the damn thing for an oil change. It was the pandemic. We obviously have no listeners, so we have no money. So we're not, you know, we're just out here pissing and moaning. So you wanted to get a good deal. I didn't have any money. Yeah, I've so, done that before. Rather than take it to the thousand dollar dealership, I took it to the oil change yeah, lube like, and express. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I tell my mom to go there all the time. They're always so <laughs> sweet to her. She always needs a lot of work done for, because they see a sucker coming a mile away. <laughs> but I'm also a sucker coming a mile away because I'm not a car guy. I know enough to be dangerous, but I'm not a car guy. I pretend to be a car guy. So when they come around and they're like, "You got a deviated calf shank. You got a deviated." Uh, uh, camshaft you got uh, two uh, spark plugs need replacing and you got your timing belt and your wheels are interconnected with your interlocking and your overhosing is doing some things that's spilling out all over the ground your overhosing fluid is your <laughs> blinker fluid is completely fucked you need more blinker <laughs> fluid than i've ever seen a man need blinker fluid usually those things should be good for about two thousand turns i don't know what happened to yours but you need a lot of blinker fluid <laughs> and i'm usually like mm-hmm mm-hmm exactly and what, what kind ball? of blinker fluid are you putting in there? <laughs> what about the ball bearings? Yes. The it's ba- all about ball bearings. It's all these about days. ball bearings. <laughs> so I pretend that I know something. I'm like, well, I can probably get blinker fluid at the Kroger. Like, do I really need to pay $20 for it here? I'm just, I'm just telling you, you can go to Kroger and get that. You get that blinker fluid. It's, there'd be a discount on it now. But I've heard a lot of people who are stuck without blinkers because they didn't put the right <laughs> blinker fluid in. And I'll be like, uh. I guess you're right. How much is the blinker fluid? It's $182 for the blinker fluid and $622 for the labor. Right, to install it. But we can do it right now. <laughs> five minutes. Take us five minutes to do it. <laughs> uh, all right, I guess so. And then they give me the cabin filter every time. <laughs> Look at this cabin filter. I mean, your children are breathing in this air. Oh, the, the filter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it basically looks like a raccoon jizzed all over your filter. What are you going to do here, sir? I can't legally put this back on the road. I have an obligation to the United States Oil Change and Lube Express Servicemen of America in the bylaw says I can't let someone drive a car that's unsafe. I just can't let you drive this car unless you change cabin air filter and your blinker fluid. And while you're at it, a very important part of the car is basically completely shot. What's that? Uh, the overhosing. The overhosing's broken? <laughs> overhosing's completely fucked. Now, it's shot. Yeah, now. You take this to the dealership, and they're going to charge you $6,000 for a brand new overhosing. I happen to have an aftermarket overhosing. I get it done. Tax tag and title, $4,999 for you. Today. We'll change it right now. You change it right now? Right now. Payment plan if you need it. You do have PayPal? You can do like PayPal Express or something like that. All right. What does the overhosing do? Oh, it basically controls the entire car. Oh, yeah. Everything. I don't have the software that you need to check these engine lights, <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, it's the overhosing. <laughs> I guess go get an overhosing then, too. Need an overhosing on one! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the bell rings like a, like the tip bell at a bar. Ding 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 oh, ding like ding ding. There's a big sale that just got made. Yeah, that's right. Gong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I am just in a tizzy, and as we're speaking, the guy from the car dealership texts me. <laughs> no way. Telling me I need to put more money into the transaction. <laughs> So, uh, listen, so I'm in the market for a car. I got to be honest. How many times have you bought a new car in your life? Oh, a brand new car? Never. Just a new car, like a new car. Oh, yeah. Not, not like a new, new couple car. Couple times, couple times. Couple times? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, with my dad. <laughs> of course. I want my dad yes. to come with me, too. <laughs> there is this woman that, and I'm going to give her a big shout out here because I, I didn't hear about her until last night. And I am so fucking impressed with this lady that I can't stand it. And I'm just in love with her YouTube channel now. It's called Car Moms. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She's the car mom. Mm-hmm. And basically what she is, she's a mother who knows enough about cars to be really dangerous. She's super smart about cars. But she doesn't get into the weeds. What she gets into is here are the pretty features on it. Here is how it drives. Here are the safety features. And here's how your children will fit in this car. That's important. You have ch- Because... If you have three car seats or four car seats or 12 car seats, however many fucking car seats we have in that thing now, <laughs> if you have that many car seats and you go to a dealership, finding the right configuration where those seats fit and are safe is the most important thing. And if you have 12 to 13 children, there is no car on it. There are like two cars that have the right configuration. That's true. This car mom, she's pretty, she's well-spoken, and she does it in a way that is interesting to me. To me, like, and I, you know, I'm obviously not her target market, but I found it fascinating and she was really knowledgeable. When we go to get a new car, I am scared. And I'll tell you why I'm scared because I really don't know a lot about cars. So (laughs) this guy could tell me that this thing is a rocket ship to the, you press this button and you go to space and it's only an extra $10,000 and you must have it because it's all the rage or it's the most, it's a safety feature. If Putin throws a nuke over into Ukraine, you press this button, you, you go to outer button. space. Yeah. That's right. You Now you're flying around with the Tesla satellites. <laughs> well, you got to go to Consumer Reports, right? No. Here's Isn't what that I, the thing you do it, to begin with? Here's what I've done. And you tell me if this is good or bad or indifferent. <laughs> or a car mom. Or a car mom. <laughs> but so I go to car moms, or Astrid pulls up car moms, and she's showing me this. And I'm just fascinated by the information that I'm getting. By the lady and by the information that I'm getting. So... What the lady says is basically the car that I was looking at that is currently at the dealership, right? But the newer model is the best car that you can get for this configuration. So I have made the decision in life after buying a number of cars. I've made the decision in life. There's one person and one person only that I trust to sell me a car. And I will only go to that person to buy to sell that car to me because I think he's shooting me straight. He says, happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy Fourth of July, Happy Kwanzaa, <laughs> uh, Jewish That's holidays. Good customer service. It's great. Every year I get a birthday card from him. Mm-hmm. I don't get a birthday card from my own fucking brothers. I get a birthday <laughs> card from a guy who sold me a car five years ago. But he shoots me straight, and he always, at least in my experience, he's always gotten me the deal that I need. Maybe not the deal that I want, but the deal that I need. Yeah, where there's a give and take. Where there's a little give and take, mm-hmm. which mean mainly means he walks. He goes like this. He goes. Brother, I got you. <laughs> I got you, brother. He doesn't say boss. Boss. He doesn't yeah, say boss. He doesn't say that chief. That would have been a telltale. Yeah, he says brother, and I like that. And he goes, mm-hmm. brother, I got you. What do you need? What do you need to fit into? Well, I need it to be less than four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars a month. You know, if I got you six, could you do six? <laughs> I could do six. If mm-hmm. I if you get if you get me six, I can do six. All in. I'm gonna be right back. Let me talk to my manager. I got you covered, brother. Oh, the old talk to yeah. the manager. And then here's what he does. He walks around the building a couple times, he smokes a cigarette, <laughs> right. he takes a cup of coffee. He says, I'm gonna sell a car today. I got Brian in there. You got green? My bro- you got my green? brother Brian's. My in brother there. Brian's in there. He's paying our mortgage this month. <laughs> you got green yeah. in there. <laughs> and then he licks his pen and he comes back in and he's like, dude. I am so happy. I'm I'm not happy about the price. I'm happy about this vehicle for you and your family. That's exactly what he said to me today. I'm excited for you about this vehicle for you and your family. It's what you need. And I'd be like, yeah. And, and I talked to my manager and I got it down to $973. I thought we said 600. But brother, let me tell you something. For an extra $58,000, you are getting anti-lock brakes. And a moonroof. Okay? 
You got it? You understand? You like it? All right. Is that good? And I'm like, yeah, that's really good. I got a moonroof for $58,000. Well, the key is it fits three car seats. And I think I've rode in one of those car seats in the back. Yeah, that's the thing is if you ride with me, you're riding in a car seat. I can't fit any extra people in there. You know what, though? I actually like that because then it True. separates me from any True. bums bumming a ride to me. Hey, we're all going down to uh, north of Jacksonville for the weekend. You want to come? Yeah, bro. Cool. I'm on my way. No, no, no. Settle down on the mushroom gummies because you're driving your own car. And I like that. That makes me happy. That's right. Because I want to fart and sing and watch and listen to bad television while I'm driving. <laughs> TLC, TLC is on the screen. Oh, I love this first dates, this this UK program. I got this first dates. It's the most amazing program. I just love it. And so it's on one of these like off-market streaming services, Tubi or whatever. And so all the way on the ride home from the lake the other day, I had it sitting in the in the passenger seat and I was just listening to it because you can listen and keep up, right? Yes. But then every once in a while, I kind of flash down to see what the people look like. You know, they're on first dates. That's how it is. It's it's a show about cool. first dates. Oh, imagine that. And then they they put cameras all around the restaurant, microphones on every table. And so they catch the most interesting first. It's a, a restaurant full of first dates. They catch the most interesting ones. Oh, my God. And they follow I mean, them. think about the pressure anyways for a Total first date. Total fucking shit show. And then you've got cameras everywhere. By the way... I don't think, and then they they don't give you an update afterwards. What they do say is, did they go out on a second date? Right. Okay. I think the av- the batting average there is about ninety percent of people never make it past of the course. first date. It's a terrible way to meet people. <laughs> yeah. But it's a fascinating thing to listen to. So I so I go I see my boy Steve, and Steve says, "Your brother, my brother." My brother Steve, my brother from another mother, from Chicago. So at least I guess oh, yeah. we were in the same. I guess we were in the same zip code at right. some point in our life. <laughs> You're from Chicago too. People from Chicago right. are extraordinarily weird. There's a there is a line in the West Wing that I love. The president is talking to his chief of staff, and the chief of staff says, "Well, I got to go to Chicago." And the president goes, "It's weird." People from Chicago are always saying how they can't, li- you know, how they love Chicago and they can't live without it. And they're never from, they're never living in Chicago when they say no. that. No. Nope. People from Chicago are strange. We all think it's our home, but none of us want to live there. So. <laughs> but anyway, so Steve from Chicago hooks me up with a deal that's way too expensive for me. But you know what? I don't have a fucking choice. Now I actually got to buy the car. What am I, what is a boy to do? Well, I know. I mean, if you don't have a working car, then you have to get one. We don't have a working car. Yeah. I mean, we have a working car. It's my mom's car. I know. I saw that. Yeah, that thing is not. That's the one I was going to stick the bumper sticker on. Yeah. Nudist on board. Oh, nudist on board? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Brian. It's your mom. Hi, mom. Hi. Um... I just want to let you know I was driving a car the other day. You know Terry from Pennsylvania? I do know Terry from Pennsylvania. Yes, Mom. You don't have to tell me where they're from. <laughs> You're like, ah, we were riding in the car, and then someone came up and flashed their penis right on the passenger side window. I can't figure out why. It's happened three times this week. <laughs> uh, she can't drive anymore, so we took her car. Mm-hmm. But the only problem is that the only car she can get into is that one. So I'm driving her home last night. I'm telling her about this kafukta situation with the car. I'm like, I'm so pissed because any available cash that I have is now going to get sucked up by this transaction. <laughs> and she's like, well, you know what you can do, honey? What's that? You can sell this car and then give me the money from this car so I can put it in my bank account. And then you just buy another car that you can fit into. Isn't that a good idea? <laughs> How does that help me, mom? And which car do you, and I'm going to go car shopping for the car that you can fit into? I can't even fit my four-month-old daughter in there. Why am I going to then look for you? No. I mean, I love you, mom, but. Yeah, that's the extra. Yeah. My mom always is looking for, my mom is just like me. She's always looking for an angle. I think she does it innocently enough, but she's always looking for an angle. And I do love her. You know what I thought about? I love her, too. I think I mentioned this. Back in the, back in the 96-7, the legend days. Ooh, taking it back. We did so brief history for those of you that are new to the show. I just got a, I'm sorry, I just got a memory of, of another girl and I who were on the sales team for the legend driving a van. Oh, like my a big God. van that, <laughs> that had 96.7 The Legend on it. I mean, uh, remember when they were getting those things plastered or wrapped? Yes, wrapped. Yes, yeah. they were wrapped. Plastered. Yeah, and <laughs> driving. No, you, people driving the car were plastered. <laughs> the car was wrapped. 
We had this big, huge van, like a passenger van. We were driving around trying to sell advertising. Look, we've got a van. We're legit. <laughs> I took that van all the way down to yeah. the road the Atlanta. Yeah. In, at the Oil and Lube Express, yeah. the place that <laughs> fucked the car in the first place. I, I didn't even tell you the end of that story. They put an aftermarket oil filter in the car when I got it. And it, I think that's what oh. fucked the engine because the technician said that might have something to do with it. That also de, you know, devoid, avoids the right. warranty. So, of course, I can't get it paid for. So when Chrissy and I met, there was, we, had, we were in a cluster of radio stations. It's basically a central location where they sell number of radio stations and streaming properties. One of the radio stations, they have big sticks and small sticks. Big sticks <laughs> are what, exactly what it sounds like, what's in Brian's pants. And small sticks are exactly what it sounds like, what's in Frankie B's pants. Big sticks reach a wide area, lots of all people. Over all over Yeah, you can get it up in Tennessee Yeah, if they turn it up enough. The small sticks reach very limited area. <laughs> We're talking like 10 square miles. A very targeted yeah. area. Very targeted area. It's basically like one an antenna, <laughs> the old antennas you see on some people's roofs. That's what a small stick station it's is. Like the, it's like that curved one that's an arrow yes. on the back of limos. Yes, that's it. <laughs> From the 80s. <laughs> The boomerang yeah. looking yes. thing. Yeah. And when you saw that, you were like, ooh, ooh. they have radio technology <laughs> with the most sophisticated UHF television technology built in. Meanwhile, they have like a black and white clunky television yes. like taped up to the roof of the <laughs> of the limo. At least that's what we got for my homecoming. All right. We thought I, I ordered this. I never forget being so excited <laughs> to order that stretch limo. Oh yeah! And I got it. You know, I got my dad's approval, and everybody agreed to pay X amount of dollars. All the guys agreed to pay X amount of dollars, and so I was the first one that got picked up because my dad had. I, I can't believe your dad approved that. He approved it, and he regretted <laughs> it the second exactly, that he did. Exactly. Because we were all smoking cigarettes in the back, and we made a bunch of burn holes, and I think he had to pay an extra four hundred dollars to get the carpet cleaned. It was like it was a whole mess. The, and the guy didn't even wait to like. We ended up going to a party afterwards. He was supposed to be there until midnight, and yeah. the guy didn't even wait till eleven. He took off when we were in the party. Anyway, that's not the yeah, point. Yeah. But we get in there, and Chrissy, it everything is taped together. There's literally duct tape everywhere, including the television being duct taped to the center console, and it's black and white and. Even though that limo had an antenna on it, he also had the two little rabbit ears sticking out of it. <laughs> but we still thought it was the coolest thing ever oh, that yeah. we could watch television in a car. And it like changed lights probably inside. So that was a cool thing. Yeah, you could. Well, no, there were lights. You just had to press the button to turn them on and off. And they were all white, like that awful white light that would come out of there. So, okay, so back to the small stick. So we were on this. So I convinced... The program director of this cluster of these 12 or 13 radio stations, the clusterfuck, that's right. I convinced the the director of programming, the guy who was in charge of putting stuff on the air and what got put on the air. It took me months and months. But finally, he got irritated with me enough. I was begging him to get on the radio. And so finally, he said, 96.7 The Legend, which is a classic country (laughs) station with a cum. That means how many people it could possibly reach of 20,000 people. I was say 10,000, but yeah, 20,000. And I think they were overestimating there. I think they were also counting people who could get a... I was out trying to sell that crap. I know. That station made like $13,000 a year. But no one cared because the antenna was on top of some guy's house and they didn't have to pay anything for it. They just ran classic country music that had no copyright anymore because it was so fucking old. And the legend. I'm not on 96.7 The Legend. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Atlanta's classic country leader, 96.7 The Legend. It should have said, You're listening to South Georgia's only classic <laughs> the, country the station. Only one. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Peachtree Cities and maybe not even all of Peachtree Cities, classic country only station. <laughs> So he says, okay, dipshit, you can be on from one in the morning till four in the morning on 96.7 The Legend. If I get one phone call, one complaint, or someone downstairs, meaning the business office, tells me that it's distracting from your regular job, the game is over, bro. I basically (laughs) don't want to hear from you or see you in that studio ever. And so 
but you would record it ahead of time. So I wasn't actually on from one to four in the morning. I was recording yeah. it after I would get out of you work. You recruited me to record on that one too. <laughs> I did. Chrissy was in the, st- in the radio station <laughs> with me a couple of times too. But when I got on 96.7 The Legend, I was by myself at first and I, I wanted to start doing some stuff that was fun. So because the radio station didn't have a phone line that could take calls, I started calling out. And who I would call out is I would call my mom and I would talk to her on the phone. <laughs> and this was endlessly entertaining because my mom is on, not on purpose endlessly entertaining. She's just like one of those people. It's just the way she is. She's just kind of a goofball. She's just <laughs> like a, a, I don't a know, sweet a goofball. misfit toy. Yeah. And <laughs> she doesn't, I, I got to get her on here. I don't even want to try and explain. Yeah. I've done the voice a million times. I don't even want to try to explain what my mom's personality is. But I think she would be good to answer emails from some of our fans. I think so, Like, too. if someone had a sexually explicit question, or they wanted to know something about their partner, or they're looking for life advice on something, ask my mom. Mm-hmm. Ask Brian's mom. Because she may not know the first thing about what you're asking, but she will make it up. And that is where I get it from. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Steve just convinced me to spend $58,000 more than I intended to. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, brother. Actually, Steve did a great job. I I, I can't. I I think we're getting a good deal. I don't know, though. I don't know. Car Mom says we are. That's all that matters in my mind now. Well, you can't take it back to Billy Bob's place now no. anymore. No, there's no more Billy Bob's. I'm never mm-hmm. going to another Oil & Lube Express ever yeah. because they put an aftermarket filter in my fucking car. How do you do that? You literally went and bought a, I don't know, <laughs> a Taiwanese filter for a car that's not even made here in the United States or driven here in the United States and stuffed it inside of my oil filter cage? <laughs> like a coffee filter? You stuff it in my overhosen? <laughs> You broke my overhosen. I took it to the I took it to the dealership and they said the overhosen was improperly installed. As well as the brake fluid. Or as the, well as the, the blinker, blinker fluid. Well, let me tell you what, brother. I'm so sorry about that. We are definitely gonna take care of that. You just gotta pay for the labor. Three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'll eat the parts, you get the labor. Sound like a deal? Sure, buddy. Let me see if we got any more of that premium brinker food. Brinker. <laughs> premium brinker fluid. Right, 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 right. I talk for a living. Leave me alone. Uh, well, good luck to you. Best to you in and your best car Best to you adventures. out there in the podcast yes. universe. <laughs> All right. I know. Everyone settle down. Let's do this. TCB. Hey, everybody. It's your favorite part of the show where I pine for more of your attention. First way you can help fill this hole in my soul, go to Apple and leave us a positive review. It takes two seconds out of your day and it really does help grow the show. But there's no quid pro quo here. You don't have to give us anything to get something for free. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the contact us button and send us your physical address. We'll send you a 21 EPM sticker directly to your locale. You can also go to youtube.com slash the commercial break for fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed. 855-TCB-8383 is where you go to drop us a text message. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take them all at 1-855-TCB-8383. Add the commercial break on Instagram if you're into that kind of thing. And TCB podcast on TikTok. It's what I hear the kids are doing. It's all the rage. One last thing. If you could, if you will, if you would. Visit our sponsors' websites. Buy their products if you're in the market for them. And always use our specialized URLs or codes when and if you can. They pay our bills and who knows, you may be the reason we have electricity in the studio tomorrow and I thank you ahead of time for that kind gesture. Let's listen to those sponsors for a few minutes and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. Hey, TCB Universe, I wanted to let you know that Hatch sponsors this episode. You know I have 12 to 15 children. It seems like there's a new one every single year. And there's two words that fill me with more dread than any other. Sleep training. We've learned a few things about putting a child to bed, and we've learned that routine is most important. But even with a great routine, sometimes you need a little help, and that's why Astrid and I use Hatch. The new and improved second-generation Hatch Rest makes sleep better and more magical for the entire family. This all-in-one 
one, Hatchrest is a smart sleep device with a sound machine and nightlight that grows with your child. Even the youngest of our brood is getting a hatch as part of their bedtime routine. Babies love the continuous sound of white noise and lullabies for soothing and comfortable sleep environment, and toddlers and big kids sleep independently with colors and sound cues. We've been using Hatch and their easy-to-use application to change bedtime from a nightmare to a good night. And right now, Hatch is offering up to 15% off of your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping at hatch.co slash tcb. That's hatch.co slash tcb. So if you're ready for improved sleep with your children and yourself, go to hatch.co slash tcb to get up to 15% off and free shipping. One more time, that's hatch.co slash tcb. This is a product that we use, we're falling in love with it, and the kids know it's time to go night-night when they see the nightlight of Hatch. Thanks, Hatch, for becoming a sponsor of The Commercial Break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Allergy symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. It's been a long time since we discussed one of our favorite topics, Teresa Caputo. Oh, I yes. You know, we recorded an episode yesterday where we talked about another like hot seven signs that your kid might be psychic. But I don't know if that one will ever see the light of day because <laughs> it wasn't that good, and I was late for a phone call, so I just cut the episode off. <laughs> Halfway through, I know. All of a sudden, you were like, "I was, and I got panicked." I literally was like, "I do this whole song and dance to make sure I hit the post." And I was like, "TCBpodcast.com." All right, until next time, goodbye. <laughs> like, whoa, that seemed short, but okay. Yeah, it was. It was, <laughs> and it was, and it was not good. You, you, you come in here, you shoot six. Uh, a week or eight a week or whatever it is. Sometimes there's blanks. You're going to shoot some blanks. That's just going to happen. <laughs> you try talking for You try doing this. <laughs> I was talking to another person in the podcast industry, and she says, quite frankly, what is most amazing about the commercial break is that it's 370 episodes <laughs> deep. Yes. And I was like, I know. And she goes, because do you know how many? This is like a big wig in the industry, right? Handling a lot of big different shows. Big wig. Big wig. And she said, you know, I have, there are so many podcasts where we offer them a bunch of money. Well, I, she's welcome to do that to me too, by the way, if she's listening. <laughs> they offer them a bunch of money and then they ask for some upfront cash. And she's like, and we almost exclusively never do that. And here's the reason why. Because even with the shows where, they, where they're under contract for a lot of money, I can't put a gun to anybody's head and make them make content. So a lot of times <laughs> they just walk away from the show. They're like, well, I didn't really have a good idea of what it was going to be in the first place. And I have no idea what I'm doing now. I just don't feel like there's any like meat and potatoes to the show. Same. Join the club. Just roll with it. Just yeah. roll with it. Just pretend you know what you're doing. You think Chrissy and I put any thought into this whatsoever? We keep saying every contract period, we're like, we're, this is it. We're going to get the big bucks. Yep. We're going to sit down. We're going to take really this more seriously. Out. We're going to bring in some comedy writers, mm. actual, you know, <laughs> uh, an executive producer type that come in and whip us into shape. And then we don't get the big dollars. Maybe so we we're can like, pick up some people that are on strike right now. It's not on strike. It's the people who are being laid off. Spotify just laid off 300 podcasts. Now I'm people. talking about in the movie. Oh, the SAG-AFTRA? Yes. Yeah, I just read an article that everyone's now, all the celebrities are going to start running to podcasts. 
because SAG after it does not have anything to do with the podcasting. Right. In other words, their contract, the union doesn't touch the podcast usually in most uh, contracts. So what's going to happen is they think this person was speculating that all of a sudden people are going to flood the zone with podcasts and pay writers big money. I got news for you. There's not a lot of money in podcasting right now. I don't know if you noticed, at least not at this level. It's really hard. It's a really tough thing to do. Even when you have 40 to 50 listeners. If I'm going to spend an extra $58,000 on that car, you know what I need? An extra 58 listeners to stay with me for the next 13 years so I can make that money back. Oh, you're on the 13-year month plan? Yeah, I wish they would give me a 13-year car loan because that, that would be that's down in that $600 range I was looking for. Uh, okay, Chrissy, I was throwing on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. I found the most, the, I think one of the craziest videos that I have ever seen uh, from what I would call a rather professional oh. entertainer. Have you ever, you know who Barbara Corcoran is? Yeah, of course, from Shark Tank. Barbara Corcoran, she's from like Shark a Tank. Re- real estate mogul. She was a real estate mogul. She mm-hmm. had her first business was bought for $300 million, I think it was, back when she was in her 40s. And she stayed at home to be a mom. And she said, I did that for three years and I couldn't do it anymore. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, so they're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> she's like, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't handle those children. <laughs> right. And I think she had one, one child. <laughs> now, you don't have to be a mother. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Please don't. Please don't mistake what I'm saying. But uh, Barbara Cor- Corcoran is, by all accounts, a pretty sharp businesswoman. She seems like it. Yeah, and pretty well respected in general. I'm going to talk about the Shark Tank one episode. I was going to say I don't think Mark Cuban had on anybody that was going to make him look bad. So no, that's true. And Mark <laughs> Cuban, let's be honest, is the reason why that show exists. Yes, currently, um, because the first two seasons were not. Good. That had that Kevin Harrington guy. Anyway, not a Shark Tank thing. I want to get into Shark Tank one day, but I don't want to get into it here. So Barbara Corcoran is doing a podcast that has been recorded and then saved on YouTube for posterity. This video has hundreds of thousands of views, and it is completely unprofessional. Well, I mean, the only reason everybody's viewing it is to look how high her hair, hair is. is. My God. Well, Barbara, Bar- wait. the first and she's so tan. Oh, she's tanner than I am. I, I know. I mean, it's crazy. And I try. <laughs> you think she's injecting that stuff into oh, her skin? Oh, my God. You know, you can, inja- you can inject, like, a darkener I did not into your blood this. veins. Of course and you do. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm looking into it currently. I can't do that sunbed <laughs> anymore, so now I'm looking for alternatives. But it has turned some people rather dark. Yeah. And then that's a whole other conversation. It looks like you're in blackface, and you don't want that. No. All right, so Barbara Corcoran's podcast, this is a number of years ago, with Teresa Caputo. To set the stage, they're sitting at a child's desk from <laughs> kindergarten. Yes, they are. Am I, am I wrong about oh, that? No, it's a tiny little table. It's a table. tiny little table, and they're sitting in tiny little chairs on the floor, basically. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine everyone's already uncomfortable. behind her. Yeah, well, she's on the box. So there oh, you go. Oh, she's on the box. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you buy at, like, you know, a gift shop at Ow. Opryland or something like that. Okay. Teresa Caputo being interviewed by Barbara Corcoran. Listen to how this starts off. Okay. I have to imagine this is a mistake that they didn't edit the video. Talk a little bit more? Sure. Yeah. You don't have to, you're going to have to tell me to stop talking. <laughs> I, you're going to be more impressed with how my hair bounces back from these headphones I'm already than my away. interview. <laughs> so you guys will talk for about 30 minutes and then we'll call the two callers in. Okay. You need to, to advise people. Yes. Okay. I have a feel- so this is a video of her podcast and they're literally showing what all the lead saying, up to this. Yeah. Like, don't you think that Barbara would put somebody in charge that would think enough to at least cut off the beginning of this episode? You would think so. Your advice could uh, Even we here at the commercial break get that a, part right. Maybe this is a rogue. Uh, it, a rogue employee? A rogue employee oh, that's maybe. put it out there. I Just never runtled. thought about that. But it's on her channel. Well, <laughs> well, maybe she hated Teresa so much, too. She decided to just put her in the worst light. Because listen to what happens here. Okay. Different than mine, which will make it interesting. <laughs> really? I always say to my, my kids, I always say, you know, people pay to hear what I have to say. You guys run for me. You hear my voice. They run for the hills. <laughs> I, would, I would look to get adopted if I was Teresa Caputo's child. Yeah. Just saying. It sounds like your kids are normal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, whenever you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, good. 
And this is only my third podcast that I've, I've, I, 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 haven't, I haven't done many podcasts. I did one years ago with Pat Monahan. He's a friend of mine from Train. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> from Train! <laughs> what? From the band Train? Looks up there from the atmosphere. <laughs> She's got a microphone in her hair. Hey, 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 He's a friend of mine. She tans all black and she looks so blue. She'll talk to ghosts that are fucking you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was at Kim Zolciak. She, uh, I was promoting my show and, and I did one. So, but I never did one like this. So this is so intimidating. You never did one like this? Like this? Like, you mean in children's chairs and a desk? It's just headphones and a microphone. I know. She's, a, she's such a plot. <laughs> With the headphones, yeah. Are you sure you're comfortable on that head? Because it oh, looks I'm like fine. the headphones are slipping off your wig. No, well, that's because I don't have a wig, oh, so they're not. Oh, Barbara! Barbara, getting a sly little Boom. jab in there. Yeah, I get the sense that Barbara really doesn't like Teresa, yeah. but she's just, you know, this is years ago, so she's probably just piggy, you know, piggy fronting piggy off the fronting. fame. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't have a wig, my ass. Barbara. <laughs> it looks just like a wig. It, it looks, looks just, just like, like a wig. wig. <laughs> Not it doesn't look real. It looks just, just like, like a wig. wig. What a high compliment. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let me, where am I going to start? Okay, so what's it like to talk to dead people? Well, today we have with us Teresa Caputo, who you probably all know much more. You probably all Today we have with us Teresa Caputo, and you probably know her as the Long Island Medium. She's going to share with us how she handles this gift she has, or I might even call it a superpower. She talks to dead people. Let's hear what it's all about. She talks to dead people. First of all, Barbara's making a mess of this intro. Did she even read this beforehand? No, Sounds like no. an episode of the commercial break. I know, I know. And, and it's like so unedited. She was it's like, she's very talking, she's unedited. Like, mm, yeah, mm. mm. She does that okay. actor's trick. She yes. goes, mm, mm. Mm. She gets out her um, her crutch words uh, when she does the retake. Okay. I think that's an actor's trick. Okay. I think I made that up in my head, one of the two. It's a new acting trick. Brian Greene's school of acting <laughs> and podcasting <laughs> and car buying. <laughs> you like that, Sunny? That was great. Okay. okay. That was great. That was great. That was great. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> I'm almost, I'm almost frightened to sit here with you. I'm afraid you're going to pull my mom and dad in and you're going to no. get me from the past or something. Absolutely. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Okay. Nothing. Nothing like that. I don't offend anybody because then I don't get them to come back to my show. It's <laughs> off limits, just for the information. Off here. limits. Off limits, okay. But uh, tell me what a medium really is uh, because a lot of people have their own uh, idea about what have a medium doubts. is or isn't. Yeah, what? I have doubts. Well, let me tell you what my interpretation of a medium is. It's not someone who's totally bullshitting you, and it's not someone who's being really honest with you. We're somewhere in the middle. We're, <laughs> we're medium bullshitters. That's where we are. We're trying to be nice to you. Do you do, and can you really talk to dead people? Talk to dead people. Well, I have the ability to sense and feel our departed loved ones. You know, people always say, you psychic. I don't predict the future. I don't want people's loved ones telling them what they should or shouldn't do with their life decisions and choices. Um, I, from a very young age of four... I'm pretty I sure she has told people, though, in passings that we watched... Yes. ...that their loved ones One want wants them, them to, to do this. They want to move trip. on. Go on yeah, that trip. and do this. Fuck the pool boy yeah. like you have been <laughs> since before I died. That's what I'll be saying to Astrid. <laughs> She tells people what to do all the time. This is all horseshit. This I'm going to come one day with my hair like that. You do? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if anybody knows, and I don't think you do, and I think there's a few people who have said they're Teresa Caputo fans, they've been to the shows, and I understand there's some of our listeners like Teresa Caputo. If you believe in this, cool. If you think it works for you, cool. I don't, and that's off. That's, that must be <laughs> obvious by now. Um, but to each their own like we don't all have to agree on everything yeah. but if you know Teresa Caputo and you think for the any reason she would come on this show I would gladly have her and hear her out but she has to be ready to answer the tough questions and the tough questions are not when did your psychic medium powers start 
<laughs> because that just gives her room to bullshit. I want to know what her med- psychic medium powers are. Talk to a person. I want you to talk to a dead person right now. And I, I want you to talk to Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Chrissy, when, you're, when I'm dead, you go to Teresa Caputo and you tell her that secret word. Do you oh, remember I what know. the secret word is? I, I know we have one. You don't know what it is. But I forgot. You should probably write it down. Okay, let me write it in the notebook. You know what it is? Uh, is that it? No, I just made that one. <laughs> you don't but I don't remember it either. <laughs> I'm putting it on the treaty. <laughs> All right. I've had the ability to sense and feel things that nobody else was in the room, that and, and I was. As I would so, see, so I can remember a clear vision at four years old, always seeing a woman standing at the end of my bed. Wow, so at night. freaky. And, but to me, that was normal. But as a That's four-year-old, woman standing <laughs> you can talk to dead people. I'm going to do this to my kids. Hi, kids. You can talk to dead people with TLC producers. So make sure we have a good agent. Keep talking to dead people, kids. It's going to pay off big time. Last night after I shot to put the kids to bed and I needed something on the bedside table, but, you know, we have this sign, you know, when the kids aren't quite asleep, you don't want to interrupt. You don't want to walk in because then they get all excited. Daddy, daddy. So she's like waving me off. And so I hit the floor and I crawled over to the bedside (laughs) table and I thought, I'm going to scare the shit out of my kids. They're going to be like, ah, yeah. Laying in your bed at night and you see somebody at the foot of your bed. I would think any child would be frightened to death. That didn't frighten you. My, well, remembering it at that time. No, at that exact moment. But my mom would say that I would wake up with blood curdling screams, screaming, oh. and like somebody was <laughs> so she literally. Was scared. Ah! I'm getting bedhead. <laughs> bedhead is how this all started. <laughs> yeah. Attacking me, and there would be no one in my room. I didn't sleepwalk. I would just get up and would just have extreme anxiety and felt like I needed to get out of that room, out of that bed, and I just didn't want to be in there. And you actually remember that as a child. I remember that, that as a child. I do. I do remember three years old, being three years old. Who remembers being three no years one. old? No one. Yes. That, were they bed people in your room? Whoever was no. hanging out of your bed? No. How, but I found... No, they were the perfectly lovely kind of ghosts. You know, the kind of float around and jump on I one was, knee. That's why I was yeah. screaming. Yeah. Can you imagine all these ghosts jumping around and fucking a horse or whatever sign she gets for Piggy whatever? Fronting. Piggy fronting. What I found out later in life, uh, it was my great-grandmother who had passed before I was even born. Oh, my gosh. That was the first soul that I can remember seeing. And when you, let me... Uh, and I would never communicate with her. I would always just see her and, and feel her. When you were feeling her and waking up with a scream... <laughs> hey, Grandma! You got... Tight buns, Grandma. <laughs> when you were feeling her. Hi, it's me, little Teresa Caputo. Hey, Grandma, come here. Let me feel your breasticles. <laughs> I can feel you, Grandma. <laughs> no shit. I'm still alive. <laughs> I'm sleeping in your room. <laughs> I can smell a great uh-huh. mighty wind. Ah, that's your Grandma. All that prune juice. Uh, and being so frightened as four-year-old were you actually thinking there was someone there to harm you or was it a good energy or was it simply you were afraid because you didn't understand what was going on i didn't understand what was going on who did you tell i i would just say this someone in my my parents did she think you're crazy your mom no because i come from a very spiritual and a strong oh that's it she comes from a long long line line. of bullshitters yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly It's the spirit. It's the spirit. Oh, <laughs> Teresa has the gift. Yeah, she does. She's got the gift. <laughs> She's on a period? No, that's a psychic gift, you asshole. I was about to say, four years old's a little young. But with all the hormones they're putting in the milk these days, you never know. You mean she's going to be a bullshitter too? Good. Because you ain't making any money. I don't know if you noticed. Five dollars of reading my ass family. I mean, my brother still tells the story of one night that I convinced my parents looking in my window. Wait, hold on. I want to hear that part. Big green eyes. That at like three o'clock in the morning, he had my dad out there on the ladder on the roof and my brother and it turned out to be my neighbor's cat. 
No. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out to be my neighbor's I'm cat. Pissed. With big green eyes. That was her dad. He's yeah. Out on a ladder at He's 3 a.m.? La- She's not out on a ladder. She's know. four years old. What does she I know? know? That's This is all horse shit. It's a made-up story. I mean, a psychic phenomenon. <laughs> That's like, but I, but I, what I was sensing and feeling was. I'm assuming her father has passed away. Yes, yes, he's passed. Of course, because he can't he's verify that spirit. story. That's right. His spirit was yes. real, and I can feel that watching over. But no one ever really no, made actually, a big deal. Actually, I think that her parents are still alive. She mentioned that in another thing. I know, I don't know how long ago this was, but. Yeah. She's probably like, <laughs> Mom, Dad, I just need you to agree with this one totally bullshit story. <laughs> And then I promise I'll leave you Remember alone. Remember the time when the, you thought the cat was yeah. a person? No. <laughs> Do you remember? You were four, Teresa. Stop with the kashbukta. <laughs> Things that I would say might bring up people that have died in the past. Um, or I would just see things. And nobody ever really made a big deal about it. They just embraced it. I would just see things also when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. Because I was a child who had a vivid <laughs> imagination. Who turned into a teenager who had a vivid imagination, <laughs> who turned into a 20-year-old who lost his vivid imagination but gained mushrooms. So yes. there you go. Vivid you imagination back. returned. <laughs> you had the perfect family to welcome your difference. I did. But you can't say about a lot of families. No. You might you might just as easily have been labeled a freak some kind. Oh, yeah. I, I, I say that all the time. I might have been diagnosed maybe with schizophrenia mm. or some, some other type of disorder. Not Is over there yet. Still time? It's not <laughs> over yet, Teresa. <laughs> it's never too late to be institutionalized. That's what I always say. Um, if I was with a different family, I, I say this all the time. Also, um, I know my path has been chosen, and this is my soul's destiny, mm. because I feel that I've lived a very privileged life. And when I say privilege, I don't mean by financial means. Privilege to have too. a. Let's add that to it. Teresa, your whole life, your whole adult life, at least since we've known you, which is going on 20 or maybe 30 years now, has been geared toward making money. It's not helping people. You don't give a shit. You know what it is? It's about scamming people into believing that you're helping them so that you can sell tickets to your performances and make sure that people watch your television show, which I noticed is conveniently not around anymore. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't seen it in a long time. No. At least not on TLC, which it used to be on. <laughs> which is and the trust me, network. <laughs> I am tuned in. <laughs> she will. Yes, I am. Loving and supportive family. Of course. I only lost my grandparents within the past ten years, so I was well into my forties, still having my grandparents here. Uh, I still live right next door to my parents, and I'm. 52. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> even though Wikipedia says I'm fifty-three, <laughs> don't believe everything you read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm 52, not 53. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? She looks like an old 53, though. She looks like an old. She looks like an old 63 year old. I can't if I'm being classify. Honest. I mean, with the tan and the hair and the nails and everything. Yeah, and she makes herself look so much older well, than she actually so. is. Yeah. What difference does a year make? Exactly. A lot. But how about, <laughs> tell me about the dead but, people. Tell me, yeah. <laughs> tell me about the dead. Yeah, I've been collecting them in my backyard. <laughs> I'd like to Let's, visit gravesites. Get to the point. Tell yeah. me about the dead people. I, what I would ask her is when you drive by a uh, graveyard, Cemetery. do you see extra dead people? Mm. Yeah. Got and, to. That and, seems like a place for everybody to hang out. Yeah. Maybe that should be where your next show is. I'm literally <laughs> raising the dead. Specifically about the dead people. Are they happy to be dead? I've always wondered. <laughs> Are they happy to be Barbara, dead? Barbara, who's I've writing these wondered. questions for you? Oh, I've always wondered. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Happy to be dead. <laughs> if they're happy to be dead, yet they're constantly right. pining to get at their old relatives. <laughs> and it's... If you think about that question for two seconds, it doesn't make much sense. No. Well, I think this is, again, one of the misconceptions that people have of what I do. That they show me the other side, that I, I have this untold vision or story uh, about heaven or what the or souls of the departed do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but what it is, and this is what the why I'm explaining this to you, Barbara, is because it's because I need you to believe me, and it's really, quite frankly, a lot of horse shit. So I need you to open your mouth up wide while I shovel the horse shit right in there. <laughs> it all came through the process of me accepting who God intended me to be here in the physical world, my soul's journey. Mm -hmm. Because growing up, I never felt complete. I always felt that there was something missing. Mm -hmm. And I share this part of my story. Oh, poor Teresa. Uh, Money. Money was missing. That's right. What was missing is the tour bus with 50 versions of your wig in the back. (laughs) Because I found out a lot of people might feel that way. Maybe it's with a relationship, a job. Oops, sorry about that. And it wasn't until I embraced my gift is when I felt complete. Mm -hmm. That's when I know that it's my destiny. So I struggled with why was I chosen? Mm. What what am I supposed to do with this? Who's going to want to come and see a medium and speak to their relatives that have died? Oh, my God. Come on, Teresa. Who's going to want to come to a medium and see that their relatives have died? That's been going on for thousands of years. It's been going on since the fucking 1400s, I think, is these psychic mediums that pop out of nowhere. There was a famous uh, guy who, a psychic medium back in the, I can't remember when it was. He, like, lived in every decade, and he was traveling around telling people their fortunes and dead people and all this other stuff. This is a well-worn con. It's been going on forever. Well, and it preys on Everyone, including everyone from two years old That's it. up to a hundred of why. Yeah. Why? 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 What happened? Why? What happened? Matias just said it out there. Why yeah. can I not get my special toothpaste? Why can't I have my Amazon. toothpaste <laughs> from Amazon today? And that's what the adults want to know, too. Why? Yeah. Why? What happened? Why? 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 That's what we're all looking <laughs> yes. for. The big why. Yes. When Teresa, when this, you were a kid, you I was this, or you were already grown up? About tw- yeah, I was grown. It was later in my twenties, mm-hmm. raising a family. Raising a family. I just had my daughter Victoria. <laughs> and you had continued. I just oh. had my daughter Victoria. She also has the gift. <laughs> And then my husband I was going out of my mind. That's right. I couldn't take it anymore. Just like you, Barbara. We weren't cut out to be parents. We're more of yet I'm more of a free spirit. No pun intended. I love using that one. Free spirit. So I told my lazy husband, "You've lost your fifth job this week. I am now going to sell readings for $5 a piece on the corner." You to have different spirits welcome themselves into your life, and then you finally said one day, Hey, this is a gift, I should do something more with it and bring it to other people. Yes, because I didn't realize how life changing it was. Mm. And how were you using it up until then? I wasn't using my gift, I was well, blocking it. The spirits were still visiting, or you I were- was blocking it. Yep. That's to that's so she can, in her biography she can cover that convenient part of her life when she wasn't in fact a psychic bullshit medium. Uh, mm-hmm. She was just a regular human being. She it was, was in her late twenties when she saw that other people were making money doing this that she decided she yes, too could do. She this. unblocked. Yes, she unblocked. <laughs> I'm unblocking now too, Chrissy. There's a man behind you whacking off with his ghost penis, and that's him telling me that you. Need to buy a new car. <laughs> anytime I see a jizz, anytime I see jizz, I know it has to do with a car, or a trip, or a house, or a makeover. Blocking I was blocking them out, so and I was ignoring what I was sensing and feeling. So if a spirit wanted to visit you, for example, even back in that chapter of your life, they don't bang down the door. They don't say, "Let me in," or "I'm going to kill you." No. <laughs> Teresa, it's me, Mr. Spirit. You better let me in. You got a lot of questions to answer. My uh, my wife, who's still on Earth, is running around my graveyard asking when I'm going to come back. It's all your fault, Teresa. Mr. Spirit doesn't agree. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. When I get my hands back. <laughs> Not even sure how I knocked on that door. The only thing I've found that works in the real world is an erect penis. <laughs> I can do that with my head. My dickhead. It's amazing, quite frankly. It's really quite fascinating how these penises work in the afterlife. In either case, I'm coming to kill you, Teresa. 
They just yeah. will graciously leave if they're not welcomed. I I used to right like I would just not answer them or acknowledge their presence. Mm. So what happens is I start to feel certain things, and then where the spirit put that's my spirit penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm poking around your head, seeing if that's a wig. <laughs> 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 Why is your head so hard, Teresa? Pushes <laughs> me enough to get me to say something is when I know when to proceed with what I'm sensing and feeling. Well, I know so, when you pre- I know when you know when to proceed is when you start just throwing out general statements and it. saying, "Has anybody ever had that's somebody that works. had uh, legs?" Yes, we did. Okay, now then you start narrowing it down. You, you're proceeding. <laughs> Who here sees colors? You've got a gift. I've got your uncle right here. You have an uncle? No. Do you have a dead? Do you have a dead aunt? No. I've seen a pair of glasses. Oh, oh there's someone back there that has a dead aunt. That's you. That's what I meant. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, you. Yes. Yeah, I meant you. General. Yeah, it's very general. That's right. Who here has ever had hair? Spirits telling me something. <laughs> They're waving their arms. Their their chest is literally on fire. You know what that means? Time for breakfast. I'm hungry. Anybody got Chick Fil A biscuits? Chick Fil A biscuits. But I just I, I, I just want you to understand why I also chose to do what I do. Um, is because I found out from sensing. I, I had gone to a spiritual awareness class to learn how to spiritual awareness. Class. Well, now she's qualified. Now we know. She's got a certified degree she, from Spiritual <laughs> Awareness uh, Academy of America. She took a class. That's right. I don't the know where. S-A-A-A. But. S-A. <laughs> I've got a degree from SA. Or from SAC. <laughs> yeah. Spiritual Awareness class. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> Awareness <laughs> Accreditation <laughs> Committee. The SAC. I've got two sacks. I've got two really big sacks. What a Yahoo. Um, relax. I had a lot of uh, extreme anxiety. I couldn't leave my house because I was, I was, I'm empathic. So I feel how other people feel. Mm-hmm. They will, I feel the soul, how they died, what they want to communicate to their loved one. Just walking around the street. So you go to your local delicatessen. <laughs> but you just said, said that you, you don't didn't. do that. Yeah. You're so full of shit. You can't keep your bullshit straight, no, Teresa. No, she just said, I don't tell people what they want to hear, no. that their relatives are saying. and It's unbelievable. <laughs> All right, running up against the hour. Let's continue this next so. episode because this is good. We've yeah. never heard the origins story yeah. and so far it's doesn't matter it's still all bullshit sack. yeah sack <laughs> sack it's me mr spirit <laughs> i just wanted to say hello welcome to the you're the newest sack packer <laughs> welcome to the sack pack <laughs> i am your host mr spirit <laughs> oh my god Drives, I know. Barbara, what are you doing? I don't know what Don't give this lady a platform. <laughs> See, everybody's struggling to find content on the podcast. <laughs> it's just how it goes. And that, my friends, is how you do a callback. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go for more information about Chrissy and I. You can watch all the videos, listen to all the audio, get the show notes, special discount codes from our sponsors. All that good stuff. And if you're ever in the market for our product spots, uh, for our sponsors' products or services, that really does help the show. It's like putting money in our pocket. Go there, use our specialized URLs or codes. We leave them all on the website. We certainly would appreciate it. YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Fully edited episodes the same day they air here on the audio feed. They're funny, they're fun. You can watch them while you're driving. I highly recommend that. Um, <laughs> Or you can listen to them while you're driving and watch them at the stoplight. Whatever you choose to do, whatever's safe for you and your family. 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383. 
Toll free from anywhere in the world. We'll be happy to pick up the charges. Just leave us a comment, question, content idea, or concern. We'll take them all. And if you want your free 21 ejaculations per month sticker, 21 EPM sticker, you can get that at the website. Go to the Contact Us button. Leave us your physical address. Tell us you want the sticker, if you want anything else written on it or whatever, and we'll do that for you. At the commercial break on Instagram, TCB Podcast on TikTok. You got to follow us. Stay engaged. Please do it. Okay. Well, this has been a good one. We'll pick it up next episode. That's right. Do, right. Uh, but, you know, I got other things to do. I got to go drop a shitload of money on a car. That's so. right. So until next time, Chrissy, that's all I can do for today. I think so. So I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 